and welcome back fellow riders hop on to the omnibus well, for the newbies omnibus is a simple vanilla straight talk it revolves around topics which crowd our mind every day each ride we discuss issues at work and the life which surrounds it we break the shackles of being politically correct without being offensive or judgmental and yes there is a lot of traffic so it does take time to discuss issues in detail if this is what piques your interest you are on the right bus so sit back turn up the volume and enjoy the bus talk i'm gb and you're listening to the bus talk on omnibus in today's ride we bus talk about leaders and connect requests on linkedin they say build bridges when you don't need them your net worth is determined by your net work it's a powerful tool isn't it yet not many know how to leverage the power of linkedin properly when was the last time you reached out to your connect and not discuss about a job role imagine if a link if linkedin charged $1 per connect request what could be the possible outcomes one they could probably double their revenues or two you would be more circumspect before sending such a connect request for most part linkedin is used as a tool to ask for a suitable role though nothing wrong with that thought but the way in which it is done is mostly inappropriate most leaders do not like such masqueraded requests which in simple terms simply put means you they reach out to be this friendly i want to interact with you but underneath it want to seek a job role that's their primary interest so let me ask you this first when you send a re- connect request to a, say a leader what is it that you expect that the leader will accept your connect and get you a job or if you have not asked for a suitable role then are you connecting for information exchange learning from their ideas what is the purpose behind your connection have you ever given that a thought do you give that a thought before you send a connect request why do they connect in so many cases and ignore so many connect requests why do the leaders sometimes just not respond back have you ever given that a thought why do they go silent what could be the subtext behind their responses and interactions what is the right way to introduce yourself have you given that a thought should you just ask them for a job without beating around the bush or should you be friendly and you know exchange pleasantries and then ask them for a role what do you think the leaders think when such interactions happen what's going on in their minds have you ever given a thought what they might be thinking when they see your profile on linkedin what goes on through their minds let's find that out so let me break this down for you and share what goes through the minds of most leaders when similar conversations happen 
if I were to draw a pie chart of the total number of requests we re received each month, the sections would look somewhat like this. 80% of the requests would be job requests. 5% would be from those recruiters or headhunters who would want to connect and explore a role fit with you. 5% would be from those who genuinely want to connect and exchange information, thoughts and ideas or share some new initiatives with you that they are exploring and doing at the moment and learn from a leadership point of view. Finally, the balanced 10% reach out to you with no reason at all. So let me address each one of these categories for you. 80% of requests would be job requests, 5% from headhunters, 5% from those who genuinely want to connect with you for an information exchange and 10% for no reason at all. That's the summary. Number one, let's dive into the most common one, the job request. Example one, me. So what prompts you to connect? Connect request. Well, if you don't want to connect, say no now. Why ask so many questions? And I'm like, wow. Give me a, another example. Example two. So what prompts you to connect? Requester. Just like that. No reason, sir. I was like, really? Example three. What prompts you to connect? I need job. So let's, I know there are many more examples, but Let's just dive into the subtext behind such commentary so that you are better informed as to what you are saying and what it's actually translating to, to on the other side. No prizes for guessing. As it turns out, 80% of the connect requests have a single point agenda. I want a job. The requests range from being extremely polite to being extremely rude and some think I'm being extra friendly or extra hoity-toity when I ask them the ice-breaking questions. Typically, most people who reach out, here's what they write to me. I'll pick a couple of examples to highlight my point a little better. Example one, oh, I loved your post. It's when I must have written an article or a post. Oh, I loved your post. It was so insightful, but... To be honest, the real reason I'm reaching out is because I want a suitable role in your company. Can you refer me? Let us break down this simple sentence and read the subtext that comes with it. First part. Oh, I loved your post, but to be honest. So what does this mean to me? Well, this is a fake compliment. He actually does not like the post, but his actual intent is elsewhere. While the real reason is completely different to the one that you're complimenting the person from. That's how it sounds like. It's akin to cheating. It reflects either immaturity, ignorance, or plain blatant hypocrisy. Not a great character trait you want to display when seeking a job, isn't it?
So why expect a leader to trust you with a job when you make such statements and comments? Imagine if this leader said, yes, great, let me fast track you and get you a job. Would you really trust that leader? Would it be fair to those people who are waiting in the process in the queue, who perhaps would have applied long before you and waiting their turn? Is it their fault that they have followed the process? Why should you be given this extra advantage? Besides, you could be in a similar situation, right? What if you are in the company and your boss or leader does something similar? Hires somebody out of turn and you, a position that you could have got goes to somebody else. How would you feel then? Would you like it? I'm guessing not. So if you really liked an article a leader has written, then it's okay to pay a compliment provided you are genuine about it. Has it really impacted you in some way? If it has, by all means, share that. If it has not, share that as well. If you do not like a post or an article, it's okay to say that what you said, I disagreed with all due respect. Here is my point of view. It's just fine. Actually, leaders love to hear honest feedback based on facts, not emotional outbursts or unresearched anecdotes. So you see, a simple sentence like, I love your article or post. However, the real reason I want to reach out is for a job has so much of connotation, subtext to it. So be very careful with the choice of words that you use. And it also should give you a question internally. That what is it that you are trying to project to this leader? It is also a sign of control and maturity. Sometimes it's not only about the job fit, you know, the leaders are also looking for a cultural fit. So when they see similar candidates, they often think that even if the skill sets match, they sometimes think that the culture fit might not be appropriate. Let me give you another example. Now, these are the typical alpha males or females. The person sends a connect request. And before you could say hello, they jump right in and put in a text which says, I have amazing experience. I'm super good at this and super cool at that. And go on to attach their resume in the LinkedIn uh, messaging. And they ask us to go find a suitable role for them. Yeah, they are proactive. They reach out without even waiting for a response. What does the leader think at that point in time? I'm thinking like, seriously, is, is that what I'm here for? To find a suitable role for you? Do you really think that I have nothing else better to do? And why should I do your homework? Shouldn't you be researching the career website of the company, finding a suitable role, a job code, and perhaps seeking help to better understand the role or the job description or ask uh, to be connected to the recruitment process. Isn't that a smarter way of doing it? Why assume the leader will know all the positions that are open? It's 
it's a moving number. People come, people go, the dynamics of the organization change, and it also depends on the level that you are in the organization. Mostly, if you are a group leader, you will have a view of the direct reports that you have, and if there is any immediate headcount availability there. For the larger part of the organization that a group leader leads, it's more of, of a number that they remember as an open headcount, but not necessarily from which department, which role. So it really depends on how you are approaching this leader at what level of headcount opening. Besides, one question that I mentioned earlier is, why should this leader fast track your resume and skip hundreds of others who are in the line and beat the process and bring you up front? This is what? They don't know you. They don't have any clue about your previous work and have no reference to context other than what you've put up on your LinkedIn profile and or resume. But that's not enough. When was the last time you vouched for a random stranger? Think about it. This is why most leaders either ignore such connect requests or simply delete them. I'm going to ask you this. Is it really fair to take such leaders for granted? The answer is no. It's not. It's really your job to do that hard work and be on top of the available position, which may not be immediately available, but yes, you have to keep checking, keep checking. And perhaps if you are one of the top 10, top 15, the probability of your profile being viewed by the recruitment team is much higher. That's what you should be doing. On a separate note, there was this job seeker who chased me for eight months for a particular role. Very persistent. And I kind of appreciate that kind of persistence in some aspect. It tells me that you have true intent. His sentences ranged from, sir, I, I do anything to work for you. I do anything to get this role. I'm a great resource, hard worker. And that's not all. The person went on to cite how difficult it was financially to stay afloat and his family was in distress and it was so difficult to survive. It was a desperate hand-to-mouth situation for him. And it really struck a chord somewhere. And I, and I, you know, while I don't completely appreciate an emotional outburst, but I am also very sensitive to the fact that, yes, people go through difficulties sometimes at no fault of their own. And as a fellow professional, one needs to really help them in whatever way you can, right? So I really did look out for this person. Then one day, finally, after a few months, when I managed to get an open headcount, I promptly reached out to this person and said, look, uh, I've got this role for you. And at that point, he was still without a job. But lo and behold, the response I got totally shocked me. And I said, hey, I've got this role for you in Bangalore. It seems like a good fit. Would you like to explore? You know what he said? He said, sir, thank you for this. But I cannot move from NIDA. 
and my preference is to have a job in sector 63 i probably have to leave work at 4 pm and you know i need to pick up my wife from work and perhaps also like to work uh, you know uh, because i've been due a promotion i'd like to have a 50% hike uh, in the compensation and i was like can you imagine my predicament at that point in time i was totally taken aback so these are some of the examples we come across when and i'm not generalizing but it has happened not just once it has happened multiple times with me I'll give you another example example number 3 they go amitabh bachchan on me seriously and they say things like if you can't give me a job why are you leader literally and i'm just reading out if you can't give me a job why are you leader don't have to show off okay some day i will show you guys i will become that leader and so if the net of the story is if i can't offer a job the connect is basically useless right all the utilities of me being a leader are only a factor of being able to offer a job i'm only useful if i can give a job otherwise it's a waste of time literally trying you know there's no point in reading articles or learning from your experiences or comments these are all time pass basically if you can't give me a job you're worth nothing that's the message i get and then there are many more hilarious examples but suffice to say these are the most common ones so in summary this is what comprises 80% of the connect requests i get each day or each month what about the rest after 80% let's address the 5% additional 5% which are typically the headhunters who connect to explore a role fit for you now you know there are three types of headhunters the good the bad and the ugly the ugly usually send random requests without checking the profile and they don't even respond once you connect they just want to add more profiles to the network because of course it is nice to show that you have connected with 10000 profiles maybe it works for their profession but as it turns out they know less than 100 who can remember them by their first names now i'm not against having 10000 connects or connections i'm against having 10000 dormant connections as i mentioned before it kind of loses the relevance over time if you don't interact with them the idea is not to build a phone directory of dead profiles the idea is to stay connected with strong resources track their career trajectory and place them with the right role fits then there are those who are bad these headhunters or recruiters do not really understand the nuances of speaking with leadership profiles they simply reach out and are merely fulfillment agents they take a requirement from their hiring managers or clients as it were match the keywords and look up profiles and just kind of spam them if someone responds great matches the keywords that's all they need problem solved they submit it as a potential shortlist to the client customer or hiring manager 
But then there are the the prized category of the good ones, a joy to interact. These headhunters are a key strategic asset to not just their clients, companies, but also the candidates. They are they become like counselors, parents, coaches. They assume multiple roles. They know the resource distribution, market dynamics. They know the key skill sets the resource has, their weaknesses, and how to position a particular resource into a particular role. Their clients appreciate their uh, quality of profiles they bring to the table. They map the demand with the supply and present an extremely relevant candidates for the roles. And they close the deals very quickly. You will perhaps not find them submitting 30 profiles and closing three. They'll probably submit four profiles and one of them might close. That's how good they are. So these are just the 5% of the connect requests that most leaders get. That makes it 85% of the total requests. Moving on, the other 5% are a crazy lot. Moving on, the other 5% are a pure joy to interact. These are those networkers who engage to share and learn from you. There is a mutual exchange of ideas, information, thought processes, which goes on to build a strong rapport. The key factor with these resources is that they don't jump into job requests. They are not fake in their appreciations and by their demeanor create a sense of mutual respect. These are gold dust. I really cherish such contacts. They give insights into what's happening in in the business, in the market, or in the vertical, and challenge your thought processes from time to time. But that said, they are very few in number and don't crop up so easily. So that brings us to the final 10%. The final 10% are those who have no reason to connect give you an example when i ask what prompts you to connect the answers i get uh mm, i don't know or oh the linkedin suggested so i connected or mm, the algorithm just like that no reason oh uh, by mistake you get the drift right These are the most baffling people of the lot. Why would you randomly connect with a leader without any rhyme or reason? And then when asked a reason, they come up with lame responses. What it says about you is either you have not thought through your action or perhaps you are a scatterbrain. Not a great representation of yourself, isn't it? So stay away from doing such random tasks. And I know I can go on, but I would say more. I I guess you get the drift that don't be random, be specific. And while being specific, respect the leader, their position, their situation, and go about introducing yourself in the right possible way. So friends, that's how my 100% of the connect requests 
pan out literally that completes the pie that said let me just say this look i know it is very difficult to get a job in india you know the supply clearly overruns the demand no doubting that and i am cognizant of the difficulties that one goes through maybe even in personal life or the difficult situations that one might be going through i'm very very sensitive to that but doing it the wrong way doesn't help you out anyways so my humble request to you is to understand the power of the platform and this podcast is help is there to help you better equip yourself to leverage the power of linkedin instead of merely treating it as a job recruitment platform for which you had multiple options like you could go to nokri iim jobs indeed monster and multiple other job recruitment platforms leverage linkedin for networking for learning for understanding how leaders operate functions think about the new trends in the market in upcoming technologies and what have you and of course there are job options as well do go through the application process by all means ask for referrals these are right ways to go about it but to demand to be given an interview skipping everything else or everyone else in the queue is perhaps not the right way you want to represent yourself right and i say this while neither being sponsored by linkedin or getting paid to share this with you i think linkedin in my view is primarily a networking platform which also has a job recruitment function among multiple other offerings and you should explore those so go ahead and reach out to leaders absolutely nothing wrong with them reach out with the purpose and intent and if it that takes some time for you to think why you want to connect to a leader and what is it that you expect from them it's a time well spent with these thoughts i hope the discussion gave you some insight a better understanding of how to leverage this platform i really wish that you get your dream job role or get a chance to work in your dream company and if there's anything that i could do to be of help i'd gladly do it for you provided it's within my reach it's in the right way there's nothing hop skip and jump about it and if there's any insights or inputs that you need about a role do not hesitate to reach out i'll might not have all the answers but i'll do the best i can well that's all i had for this ride folks hope you had a good time listening as much as i had sharing these thoughts with you and if you really enjoyed this ride do check out the other episodes on the omnibus and if you like what you hear do share this ride with other fellow riders who might appreciate similar content if you have questions do send me a message on the link below or leave a comment on my linkedin page which is www.linkedin.com forward slash i n forward slash i n ban spelled as a a y a n b a n 
and I will do my best to include them in the next episode so we can have an interactive dialogue. Be sure to tune in next week though there is a fascinating episode coming up just for you. Till then, stay well, stay safe and bring your A-game to work. You are listening to Bus Talk on Omnibus and I'm your host GB. Peace out.